I'm Jason Cregeer. U.S. Senators Tammy Duckworth and Dick Durbin sent President Biden the names of two people they'd like to see as the next U.S. attorney for the Northern District of Illinois, Sergio Acosta and April Perry. The two former federal prosecutors would be first for the position. No woman or Hispanic has led the office. Biden's office will evaluate the two and send one name along to the Senate for approval. They'll replace U.S. Attorney John Lausch, who announced earlier this month he was leaving the position. Meanwhile, Illinois schools are hoping to prevent another triple-demic of respiratory viruses in the fall. Emily Hayes has more. The state plans to spend $30 million on portable air purifiers for low-income schools. Each comes with a two-year supply of filters. Charles Williams is in charge of testing for the state health department. He says this will help prevent outbreaks of flu, COVID, and RSV in the fall. We hope that we don't see what we saw last fall, but at least this will help us in terms of reducing in-school transmission. Williams says they'll start sending out purifiers in two weeks to almost 3,000 schools. The money is coming from the American Rescue Plan Act. I'm Emily Hayes. In other news, there's a need in Illinois for about 300,000 additional rental homes for people making 30% of their area's median family income or less. That's according to Bob Palmer, Policy Director for Housing Action Illinois. He says it will likely take government action to cut down on that number. For a whole variety of reasons, uh, you know, the private market doesn't do a good job of serving the households at that income level, so we really need public uh, resources at the federal, state, and local level. A recent study from Housing Action Illinois and the National Low-Income Housing Coalition shows there are only 34 affordable and available rental homes for every 100 extremely low-income households in Illinois that need them. Illinois lawmakers are trying to keep your pet off your lap while you're driving. New legislation would make it illegal. The bill passed the House committee unanimously and is now up for a vote from the full House. The Illinois Department of Public Health reports serious cases of strep throat in children are on the rise. Five Illinois children have died this year because of strep-related complications. Dr. Artie Barnes is the state's chief medical officer. She says symptoms can come on quickly and include a very sore throat and fever. She recommends getting your child a rapid strep test so they can start antibiotics if necessary. I'm Jason Cregeer. And I'm Leah Lerner. The Centerstone Crisis Stabilization Unit in Carterville is relaunching on Saturday, April 1st at 8 a.m. The CSU has undergone many changes since operations were suspended in early 2022, including implementation of a new curricula and hiring and training team members who are trauma-informed. CSU provides supportive and stabilizing services for adults experiencing exacerbated mental health symptoms that they are unable to manage in their current environment, but they do not require inpatient care. There are eight beds at the CSU, and you can find more information on our website. A bill that would make it more difficult for local police to enforce federal gun laws and in some cases criminally penalize them now heads to Kentucky Governor Andy Bashir's desk. Kentucky lawmakers have secured enough votes to override a veto. House Bill 153 bans state and local law enforcement and other public officials from enforcing federal firearms regulations enacted after January 1st of 2021. Some residents, including Kentucky Moms Demand Action volunteer Kathy Hobart, says they're concerned the bill could hamper efforts to protect communities from rising levels of gun violence.
what we know is that the more guns that are in circulation, the more likely they are to be stolen, the more likely they are to get into the hands of people that have no business having those guns, like children and criminals. More than 800 Kentuckians died by suicide in 2020, and 65% involved a firearm. This is Morning Edition on WSIU. Good morning.